Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today we are going to be talking about what is Lent. But first, before we get started today, I would love to talk to you guys about the Create Your Earth Life Etsy shop. There is something on the Etsy shop for everyone, men, women, moms, dads, children. Currently, I'm wearing the Saved by Jesus necklace. And if you've been saved or you will be saved eventually, you will find out that is a very pivotal moment in your life when you are saved by Jesus. So this necklace reminds us that every day we should be thanking God. We should be thanking Jesus for all that he does. This necklace also gives opportunity for people to ask questions, to say, hey, what does your necklace say? Or, oh, how has Jesus saved you? This gives you an opportunity to share the word of God with others. There is also a mug on there that says Fueled by Jesus and Tea. While I was creating this mug online, I saw that there were a lot that said Fueled by Jesus and Coffee, and I am an avid matcha tea drinker. I drink tea, matcha tea every single day. But if you drink something else, if you drink coffee, if you drink juice or water, then you can customize this mug to say fueled by Jesus and whatever you would like it to say. The Etsy shop also has a child's shirt with scripture on it, Romans 8, 14, for all who led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Little girls or little boys can both wear their shirts. There's also a child of God onesie for babies. If you're interested in checking out the Create Your Earth Life Etsy shop, go to www.etsy.com slash shop slash create your earth life or click on the link in the bio. All right, let's get started. Alrighty, let's get started. So today we are about nine days into Lent. So what is Lent? Lent is the days that we honor for when Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And we can read about that in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. And I'm going to read that to you right now. And so this is when Satan tempts Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to Je- came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, com- command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. 
So you hear that, guys? That is a perfect example of um, Jesus. He's fasting. So he is repenting. He's fasting from food, um, but he's also repenting, you know, his sins. And he is also wrestling. So he wrestles with Satan. Satan tries to tempt him. He's like, you're hungry. Like, why don't you, you know, you, you're a miracle worker. Why don't you turn these stones into bread? Eat that up. Like, you can do that. You can do that. And he's like, no, like, I'm doing this for God. This isn't for me. This is for God. I'm getting closer to God. Um, I'm repenting. I'm not eating. I'm on my 40th day. Like, I'm not going to cave now. Um, And the devil's like, I can give you the world. If you worshiped me, I'd give you the world. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have to do this. I'll give you the world. But he knows the consequences of worshiping Satan. they're not good. You're not going to have eternal life. You're not always going to be loved. Uh, Satan can give you all the worldly things, but he cannot give you love and eternal life and guidance on how to live a life that isn't full of anxiety and depression and guilt. Um, when we feel guilt about our sins, that's Satan. He's he's there like, yeah, you know, you're not good enough for God. Why don't you come, come worship me, you know? Um, so that is the point of Lent, is to honor the 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus did not eat. So for Lent, it starts on Ash Wednesday, and this is from Christianity.com. Ash Wednesday. The ashes of this holiday symbolize two main things, death and repentance. Ashes are equivalent to dust and human flesh is composed of dust or clay. And when a human corpse decomposes, it returns to dust or ash. So that's from Genesis 2-7. And then it says, when we come forward to receive ashes on ash Wednesday, we are saying that we are sorry for our sins and that we want to use this season of Lent to correct our faults purify our hearts, control our desires, and grow in holiness so we will be prepared to celebrate Easter with great joy Um, because um, Lent ends either the day before Easter or the day of Easter. It's April 3rd, so April 3rd is the day before Easter, I believe, because Easter is on Sunday, right? Yep, so the day before Easter. And then it says, with this focus on our own mortality and sinfulness, Christians can enter into the Lent season solemnly while also looking forward in greater anticipation and joy of the message of Easter and Christ's ultimate victory over sin and death. And Lent is not for fasting of food. Like you can fast of food. There are people that will um, fast of food. I don't know if they take out all food. They may... um, fast of sweets or something like that. So we have to remember though, that whatever we're fasting, it doesn't have to be food. It has to be something that blocks us from God. So if you're doing something in your life and you're like, wow, I'm doing this for 10 hours out of the day. I'm obsessing over this. I'm thinking about this all the time. And it's taking me away from connecting with God. I could be praying. I could be reading the Bible. I could be sharing the word. Um, This thing is taking me away from God. That is what you want to repent. Lent is much different than like a New Year's resolution. Um, uh, Christianity.com also talks about this. That They say that um, some people will think of Lent as like a New Year's resolution, but New Year's resolutions are focused on the self. So usually on a New Year's resolution, you're going to 
say you're going to lose weight, like that's for yourself. Um, you're going to eat healthier. That's for yourself. You're going to quit cigarettes. That is for yourself. Those things, um, unless of course, like for some reason, the way you're eating is taking you away from God, you know, um, the things that are good to repent, to fast from are things like social media. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm can constantly scroll on social media. I get on TikTok. I think I'm on there for 10 minutes. I'm on there for three hours. How many times do you do that with the Bible? Probably not often. I mean, there are times where I'm like, I'm going to read for 10 minutes and I'll read for like an hour. Um, you know, television, it's easy to get sucked into a series and to watch episode after episode after episode. Um, gambling, you may get obsessed with money. You know, you idolize money and you're gambling and you keep making money like, yay, that's great. Good. But is that taking you away from God? Are you more focused on your finances than you are God? Drinking alcohol. So this can be uh, controversial because some people are addicts to alcohol and that's a little bit bigger of a problem. Um, that's a real big wrestle with Satan and it would be hard probably to just stop for 40 days. That's some, that's a life changing thing. Um, but for some people that are not addicts that maybe they just drink on the weekend or have a drink at, at night, um, that drink may encourage you to gossip and to not be talking about God and to not be focusing on God. Maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you have a glass of wine and you drink, you read the Bible. Um, I don't know, but that could be something. Um, these are all just ideas. But when you are doing Lent, you pick something that is taking you away from God. Another thing to remember, and this is something that I do. So I stop doing something that is distracting me in general. It's distracting me from God, but it's also distracting me from other things in my life. And then I replace this thing with something else that is worldly, that is not God. So I stop using social media and then I start working more because it stopped distracting me. When in reality, I should be praying more. I should be reading the Bible more. Gratefully, um, I'm very thankful that, um, excuse, excuse me, I'm sorry guys. Um, I'm not even pregnant and I'm burping. I know my old episodes, I used to burp a lot because I was pregnant, but uh, okay, anyways. So, I do that where I will like take out social media and then I will work more. But yes, so thankfully my work right now is sharing the word and reading the Bible and um, praying and like talking with you guys, but that's not everyone's day-to-day -day work life. Um, so just remember, don't replace what you're doing for Lent, your fasting with something that is worldly. Replace it with connecting with God. The blessing of Lent is getting closer to God and you know, growing a relationship with him and connecting with him. That is the blessing of Lent. Um, and I think, yeah, so here also, um, Christianity Today, or not Christianity Today, Christianity.com, they share a prayer. It's called a Lenten prayer. So I'm going to read it to you guys. Oh, Lord and master of my life, take from me the spirit of laziness faint-heartedness, desire for power and idle talk, but give you, servant, the spirit of chastity, humility, patience, and love. Yes, Lord and King, grant me to see my own errors and not to unjustly or hastily judge my brother, for you are blessed now and forever. Amen. I love that. So he is saying, you know, help me stop being lazy, 
you know, it's, I think lazy to God and lazy to us are very different because, or not to us, but people that are worldly, um, which it's easy to be worldly because this world is so corrupt and it is fallen. And that is what the Bible tells us. And it's true. We can see it with our own eyes, but laziness to people that are worldly is like, oh, she doesn't work or he doesn't work. Um, all they do is just sit around watching TV. Uh, like, you know, they have like thoughts about people. Maybe they're not even true or, um, they only have their kid, uh, a couple of days a week or whatever. Like, yeah, sure. Some of those things are examples of laziness, but I think to God, laziness is not communicating with him, not building relationship with him. It's lazy for us to not be praying every day, many times a day. It's lazy for us to not open the Bible and at least read a chapter. And even just one chapter sometimes could be lazy for someone that has more time. Um, and God creates time for us. So, you know, we're asking, take from me the spirit of laziness, faint heartedness so that our hearts, you know, we want God to soften our hearts, desire for power, So we don't want to be like every single day. I've known people that in their life goal was to build this huge, you know, this huge brand or this, you know, this big, uh, you know, something that's huge, it brings in a lot of money and it brings in a lot of power, you have power over people, you know, people have desire for power. That's human nature. And God asks us to, you know, repent and to stop stop caring for our fleshly desires to wrestle with them and to, um, listen to his word, um, and idol talk. So like idolize other things, um, like the Egyptians, they didn't idolize God. They had a God and they idolized statues. Um, and I think in this day and age, we idolize our phones. We idolize computers. We idolize gossiping. We idolize money. Oh goodness. We idolize money. We idolize politics. Um, so we want to stop doing that. We're asking God, please help us, please. Um, So we're asking him to give us uh, the spirit of chastity, humility, patience, love. Yes, Lord and King, grant me to see my own errors. And so we have to remember, there's a part in the Bible that talks about um, take the speck out of your own eye when you're judging someone else. So when you're talking to a friend or family member and you're like, you shouldn't be doing this or that or or, that's a sin or whatever, we really need to look at ourselves and say, hey, is this uh, something that we could have potentially have done or that we're doing? Like, how are we talking to our friends and family um, about these things? Like, we all have errors. We have all sinned and we all have things that we need to ask for forgiveness from. So we really need to focus on ourselves. And with that, that's going to help others. And not to unjustly or hastily judge my brother, as I just said, and for and for you are blessed now and forever. Amen. And of course, we are blessed. We are righteous because of God. And that is beautiful and lovely. I want to end today with a prayer that I'm going to say for you guys, uh, or you can say with me. And then we're going to end this podcast. So hold on one second. Hey guys, let's take a quick break and talk about biblical birth. If you haven't yet, check out episode 71. It is called Biblical Birth with Tara. Tara is a mom of four who has been in the medical field for 10 years. She has worked in other people's homes, in different areas of the hospital. 
Tara's favorite place to work in the hospital was labor and delivery. She quickly learned that many of the parents coming into labor and delivery did not know about the big decisions that they were going to be making. This information inspired Tara. Now Tara is an entrepreneur and offers her own class called Biblical Birth. Her goal of the class is to take fear away from parents and help support moms to have a peaceful pregnancy as well as birth. The class Tara offers includes seven hours of lectures, four pre-recorded Christian meditations, two scripture-based affirmation recordings, one for each mom and dad, seven scripture readings, and ongoing support directly from Tara. The class takes approximately 10 hours to complete, but the relaxation benefits will last the whole pregnancy and through birth. To purchase this class for yourself or for a friend, click the biblical birth link in the bio. Also check out episode 71 so you can get to know Tara. All right, let's get back to the episode. All right, guys, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for the love that you give us, the wisdom that you give us, the guidance, the words that you give us to share, the strength that you give us so we can share your word and so we can be strong in these chaotic times, this fallen world. We really need your armor. We need your strength because without it, um, we will just fall into sin. We need you. We need your word. We need your Holy Spirit, we need all of you. Um, We need to lean on you. We need to pray to you every single day. We need to give you thanks because you've given us everything. Everything, all the way from Adam and Eve, everything happened up until Jesus. You have made it so that our sins are wiped away, and we are so grateful that we can live this life, that we get to go to heaven. So thank you for this podcast. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for everyone that listens. I would love to bless. I would love to pray that you bless all the people that listen today and all the people that will eventually listen, all the people that have listened. I pray that you bless them, that you give them a beautiful day where they see the sun shining and they see the birds chirping and they see that spring is coming and that they see your blessings and your beautiful creative ways. They see everything that you created, uh, their children, their family, their body, the people that surround them. And they recognize that everyone in this world is a child of you, a child of God. So if there are people they are wrestling with at work, that they know that this person is a child of God, they need to be prayed for. They are probably wrestling with Satan. If they are also, you know, Satan is coming for them and that's, you know, Satan comes for heavenly places and you know this God. So, um, I pray that you you bless these people that listen and that they are cared for and loved and anything that they're struggling with, you help them through it. Thank you, God, for everything. This world is beautiful. Every person you made is beautiful. And I just pray that you help them through whatever they're going through. Thank you, God. Amen. All right, guys. I hope you guys have the best day ever. Enjoy Lent. Um, also, I forgot to mention, I did start Lent like late. Like I didn't even realize it was the day of Lent, like the start Ash Wednesday. Um, 
And then when I did realize, I was like, well, it's too late. Like, I don't have anything. And then that night I was like, felt like God was like, no, you need to repent this. And I was like, okay. So I'm probably going to do it a day late. Um, If you haven't started, like I'm going to wait an extra day, maybe like on Easter stop or whatever. If you have not started Lent yet, um, I don't think it's too late. I think you should start now because the whole point of it is to get closer to God. And if you start now, you're going to have that opportunity. You're going to be blessed. All right, guys. God bless you all.